black side, no way. What I'm gonna do to her white side, OJ. morning good afternoon good evening no matter where you may find yourself as you listen to this and you tune into the only sports podcast of brains and bars it's a black and white thing featuring a1 and a ward i am one half of the dynamic duo i am a1 you can check out every episode of it's a black and white thing by going to the podcast app of your choice searching for it's a black and white thing or brains and bars subscribe subscribe comment give us five stars um, don't be a hater and give us four stars. Give us five stars. Um, you can also follow us with live here on YouTube by searching for Brains and Bars. Subscribe, hit the notification bell. You can also follow us um, by going to um, all social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, search Brains and Bars, um, and you can check out the content there. Um, shout out to people, man. Like for the first time I've actually like engaged doing TikTok reel, TikTok and IG reels and like Facebook, you know, like, listen, this is a small little platform. So, you know, getting the notifications, Hey, this got 500 views. It's got a thousand views. It's got 1500. Like I appreciate y'all checking. Hey, listen, this is crazy. Like at work, like people have been coming up to me like, dude, I saw you on TikTok. And I'm like, oh, I'm yeah, yeah. Like I had a coworker text me like, Eight o'clock at night. She's like, "Why did you just come across my algorithm?" Like, That's one of my next drivers uh, was talking to one of my staff members. Like, did you know Carlos was on TikTok? He has a he does a sports podcast. That's hilarious. Yeah. So I mean, hey, somehow it's getting out there into the, the yeah. algorithms or algorithming. <laughs> yep. Um, so shout out to y'all. Um, I appreciate that. Um, and I don't do this show by myself, as you can see. I got the homie A Ward in the building. What's going on, my my good guy? Man, you know, the older I get, the uh, longer the recovery is of, of going out of town. <laughs> it's like, we're here. It's, it, what, it's Thursday, and I'm, I'm finally starting to feel like I got a little bit of energy. <laughs> so, uh, like I, yeah, two couple yeah, days for me. Like I told you, like, I have, you know, my wife, she went out of town Tuesday. So, or Monday, sorry, went out of town Monday. So, it's been me and the kid, and I've been kind of like, you know, when it's when you have a child and you are a parenting unit together, right? Like you tag team things, you work on these things together, morning routines, nighttime routines, all that good stuff. Right. What as you get when it's just one of you, at least from my perspective, I'm like, OK, I got to pick clothes out for both of us at night. i am got to get, you know, he eats strawberries. I'm like, I got to get the strawberries prepped, ready to rock and roll for breakfast in the morning. I'm doing all these little things. To get things popping so that when I get up, we can make sure we're on the same timeline. And yeah. that means I've been staying up to like mid midnight, like doing other stuff too, stuff for my job, stuff for work mm. uh, or for school. And so I have not been asleep before midnight at all this week, like at all. And so I'm with, with our flight being delayed. And now normally you go to bed like right what, on 10, 10, 11? Probably 11 o'clock, I'm probably, I'm done. I'm probably eyes closed at 11 at worst. So somewhere early 10 o'clock, worst 10.30, extreme 11. And so, like, I've been up till midnight, and, man, like, like that nap I got to take this afternoon because I didn't have nowhere to be. He was at school, you know, flight canceled. <laughs> like, that hour I got was, like, glorious, bro. It was That's hilarious. Wonderful. Um, so, yeah. You crave long naps. Man. Man, and normally I take a nap. I try to take a nap every day at work, fifteen minutes, fifteen yeah. minutes a day, and I'm straight. So, um, but yeah, man, we got a, a dope show for you tonight, man. Um, we're gonna talk a little bit about Chrome Twenty Three. We're gonna do a little bit different. Yo, shout out to uh, Mr. Temp- Mr. Temperature Check. Um, shout out to um, Three Letterman. You've done a couple of recaps with them, so I'm gonna do it a little bit different. Um, not gonna necessarily have you recap your performance in terms of. Know what you thought you did well, what you know, what you thought Vixen did well. We, we we're going to start here first. Shout out to Remy Ma, shout out to Chrome Twenty Three uh, for a really dope event. Um, showed a lot of love, a lot of hospitality. The venue was really dope. Um, listen, 
battle rap, you can go a long way by having seats and food. Like <laughs> if, you got, if you got them in the building, you've accomplished a lot, um, especially when battle rap events last for six, seven hours. Um, which she's, if you go check out her her interview with Three Letterman again, um, she talked about some of the the wait times and what happened and why it took so long for from the doors to open for the event to start. But dope event, very dope event. Um, and a couple of observations from that. I'm, I want to say one thing. We're going to we're going to get to the Hitman and Easy battle. Um, but I want to say this. When that battle, I watched that battle back uh, this week. It was very interesting that she said they're calling this the Super Bowl of Battle Rap. And I'm like, I don't know if that was intentional. Because I normally when I hear that, I, my mind instantly goes to URL and Summer Madness because that is they have co-opted that slogan of it's the Super Bowl of Battle Rap. And so I, I found that. Just, I think she just meant it because she knew Kansas City was going to outperform Philadelphia that night. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Um, so I, th- I, found, I found that to be very, very interesting. Um, but again, shout out to her, man. Like, and to meet her in person and like very down to earth, very cool. Super, super, super humble, cool. super man. Yeah. Like, like if you didn't know no better, like you would think, oh, that's my that's my home girl from around the way, like that type of vibe. Mm-hmm. So um definitely appreciative for the love that she showed uh to yourself and by extension myself. Um, so I want to start here. I'm going to take you out of the running for performance of the night. I think most people will concede that it's yourself. Some people say easy. Um, and I feel like that I kind of led the witness there at the question, but <laughs> I will ask you performance of the night, excluding yourself goes to man. Honestly, I would say C3 or hustle. <clears throat> um, okay. Maybe, maybe go with, um, it's a diff. It's difficult performance of the night. You know, I, I had this conversation with France, and I'm like, you know, do you factor in like how big of an impact the battle was, and like, you know, who's battling? And it's a main event and that kind of stuff. Or are you just talking about who basically performed at the highest level? You know, of what they do. You know, um, for me, like C three was pretty flawless up there. You know, one twenty five thousand dollars was the first battle. You know, she got really crazy in the first two rounds. Her third round took a dip. Um, hustle to me, the reason why I was so impressed by Hustle was just the poise and everything to have to go last after make 70% of the uh, the people left, you know? So, um, you know, you're sitting there, you got a tired crowd already, and you got like, you know, maybe a few hundred people left in a building all scattered around, the energy's not there. So she had to like, really cultivate that and like, you know, create that energy with her performance. And I was really impressed by that too. Um, but ultimately, you know, it's easy hit, man. The, the consensus is, I mean, I was in the building, but I wasn't actively watching the battle in the building. I actively watched the first round and then I just caught things in a second and third. I was doing interviews. I was going around the consensus around battle rap is that easy won the battle. Um, and I do remember him having a, uh, some really, really good material and, re- and him up there, you know, just performing very well, being in Hitman's face, getting his show out space, stuff like that. So, I mean, since that's such a since that's such a big battle or whatever, like I'm not mad at, uh, at Easy being, you know, the performer of the night outside of myself. Um, but, yeah, I think C3 and Hustle definitely are in that that running as well. Respect, respect. And let me say this about C3. I feel like I'm. Shout out to Caution. I think, you know, I think me and Illa, shout out to Illa, who was who was out, the, out in NYC with us this weekend. Like, I think that we were talking about that battle and we were like, yo, it's learning. It's a learning experience for her. Right. I'm assuming that's the first time big stage, um, a thousand, maybe fifteen hundred people in the building. And I think you she'll learn how to better craft and tailor her material for those types of rooms and, and events. Um, but I feel like C3, when you talk about like the leading ladies of battle rap, like I feel like people are going to start with jazz. They're going to mention hustle. Um, you might get Bonnie. some Fer- Bonnie. You might get some Ferris, some Shoonies. Um, you maybe even get some Vixens. And I feel like people kind of get around to C3 eventually. Right. Like I don't feel like people will start within those first two or three names. And so 
I think it was dope to see her win. It's dope to see her get her flowers. And listen, you know, not not one to play matchmaker in that way. Um, but a uh, Remy, you know, if you want to throw a small room event at Cakes NYC, yeah, E three versus A Ward. I'm just saying, you know, what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> all I I just, hey, I, just require, I require five. Stop trying to get these people yeah. murdered, bro. Stop trying to get them. <laughs> oh, see, 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 I'm a, I'm a, you my guy, you my man, a hundred grand, but I'm a big up C three. C three got bars. C three is <laughs> nice. You know what I'm saying? And I think that'd be a nice little matchup. You know what I'm saying? Put that in in Cakes NYC and let's let's make it happen. You know, ladies and gents too. Like. What we doing? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That'd be a good one. I think that'd be a good one. So, but now, nah, man, shout out to C3. I'm, I'm happy she got her bread. I'm happy she's getting her flowers. Like I said, I'm happy that she's able to soak in that moment and people are able to appreciate her and her talent. You're right. Shout out to Hustle. Three dope rounds. Um, full of energy, like you said, as the building was not as packed. I mean, I, I understand why they went Hitman and Easy after you guys. Um but like, yeah, to to be able to put on when when after you you're, I don't want to call it the after party because I don't think that's fair. But like you're you're after the thing that everybody came to see, and so um, right performance for her, dope performance from her. Um, yeah, easy. So let let's I'm gonna get to you and Vixen in just a second. Let's talk easy and hit man. Have you had a chance to go back and watch it? I have not. No, I have not, man. I I like I said, I I edged hit man the first round in the building, um, and then was pretty clear I was, I was pretty clear like just in listening to crowd reaction and stuff like that like it seemed like the easy took the second and third you know clear in the building um so but i have not gone back to watch it i actually came home and started watching the king of the dot battles first um and started watching some of those so that's what kind of i'm in the middle of so i watched it back and i'm curious when he, if you ever get it how long is it it's an hour and 18 minutes okay yeah it's um yeah yeah. <laughs> and I didn't watch it took me like I watched it over the span of two days. Okay. <laughs> right. Because like, you know, some a, a battle with, with that type of time span on it's just like to watch it all in one sitting is a chore. Um mm-hmm. I feel like Hitman was dancing up there in that first, bro. Like he was in different pockets. Yeah. You know, stand down or be the next brother I stand over is crazy. He jumps into the Philly flow at the end of that one. He starts off with the you know, he grabs the the coin. You know, I thought I'd get this to you since you were struggling so much. Oh, you don't want the quarter? I'm going to give you the nickel then. Like, I mean, he was doing a lot. And I Easy's first is also dope. But I'm like, man, I feel like Hitman did more in that first to me than Easy. I do think Easy got the second clear. The third, I mean, the hit, the crowd had gotten a hit, man. And he was just like. I don't want to say going through the motions because I don't think that's fair to a, a battler of his caliber and standard, but he wasn't given the same level of energy. The mic issues, and I'll say this about the mic issues, being in the building, we were at the very back. Um, and it was, I think because pe- at that far back, so many people are talking, like it was hard to hear him just mm-hmm. because of all the no- Like you're trying to drown out the background noise of the people just to hear him get hear him get his bars off. So um, I think if we would have been closer up, it would have been a little bit easier to hear him. So, but I think if Hitman switches the Philly flow and the uh, show out jump in, he might, I feel like the energy around that battle changes. We might be talking about maybe Hitman got that third. Yeah. The Philly flow got the crowd so energized I think he would have gotten them back if he jumps into that to end his battle versus throwing because he had so much in his first bro he could have easily moved some of that material around. Um, yeah. So yeah, like, and as far as easy, like, look, man, easy. He's one of my favorites um, since the Ultimate Madness tournament. He's done his. He's done his numbers. Um, he's put on against Calico, Shine, Hitman, Verb, like, and you cannot while you might. Some people might debate whether or not he won or lost those. You can't pin a clear loss on him. Yeah. And all this does is elevate him to another level, right? He's going to get the YouTube drop. He's going to do a million views in my estimation. Um, and, oh, yeah. It's probably going to do two. Mm, and like, uh, it's, it might, yeah. So I want to ask you this. So let's talk about your battle with Vixen. Um, great performance. 
Thank you. Performance. So I want to I want to start here. So you have the bar um, where you talk about, you know, I'm the one that's born. You know, if you don't catch the, you'll catch the if you don't catch it now, you get the bars overnight like DeAndre Jordan. Right. Yeah. And the crowd doesn't really react. Obviously, in the way that you thought they should, because you goes, that was crazy. Yeah. So when you write a bar and in your head, you're thinking, OK, maybe it's going to get a reaction. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. Well, maybe you think at worst you get a little bit of ooze, but you don't even get that. Like what goes through your head in that moment? Well, you know, it's it's it was part of the setup too to the to the later on punch of the same. So it wasn't the punchline necessarily. It was a punchline, but it was all in the same multi. So, you know, you're kind of anticipating that reaction, but you also have to to get to the end of the, the segment, you know, so the, the, the end of the segment was passing the captain like LeBron James scoring, you know. Um, so, yeah, when it doesn't hit the way you think it's going to hit, because, I mean, I just called myself the sports bar king, you know, like, you know, I'm like, hey, hey, guys, I'm the sports bar king. I'm getting ready to show you why this is a crazy sports bar, you know, like, and then you get no reaction. You're like, dang, you know, and like I even – I even thought to myself, like, how do I perform this bar out? But the funny th- thing about it is, just, you know, is that, like, if the bar is, if you don't get it, you'll catch it overnight, like DeAndre Jordan, and nobody reacted. And then, you know, like, people were, oh, you know, like, so it's literally the metaphor, like, worked. Like, it was like, yo, they didn't get it, you know? And then they caught it, you know? So it's kind of like, it's kind of like the, the beauty in that and, and the irony in that was really really funny but yeah um i don't never normally i I don't ever really write for crowd reaction i usually know how to get right into the next line or whatever but i think that that was a situation where i was like wow y'all didn't you know y'all didn't get that okay cool you know but it didn't like deter me or anything like that you know i just kept it moving so i hear you so on the reverse that let's flip let's flip that now Mm -hmm. when you have you know, a set of bars like, you know, the overreacting, the um, the OJ, the the Crown Vic bar, when you have bars like that, that really shake the room. Like, I wasn't with you when you battled Ill Will, so I wasn't there. I feel like, you know, Max Out 2 never had really had one of those types of moments where, like, the mm-hmm. crowd goes, like, crazy like that. Had a couple of moments where they, where they were like, oh, okay, yeah, 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 you know. So when you have a moment like like those where you're just like shaking the building, like what what is that feeling like when you shake the building with a bar? It's great, man. But like that is the hardest part of like, right. You have to stay locked into your material, you know, Um, after the 14th line. um, You know, I forgot my lines. I, I forgot my lines. You see me up there like you see people reacting, going crazy and stuff like that. And I watched it back. I'm like, you can just see my head go down. I turn around to like facing like like the host and stuff like that. And you see my head go down. And then you can kind of just see me in like almost almost how like how I look when I'm thinking of rebuttals, you know? And so uh so um, I skipped the line. I skipped the, the next two lines and then went straight into the the wool A or whatever. But like when the bar hits and you see him going crazy, like you want to you want to enjoy that. You know what I mean? You want to celebrate. You want to, you know, you want to provide. I mean, some of the, the greatest things is just, you know, like, you know, the, the after effects of that bar hitting and seeing everybody go crazy, smacking hands with people, you know, stuff like that. But it's just a fine line between between hitting that and then and still being locked back in to get ready to go to the next material. But, yeah, man, it was um, it was awesome because against ill will, those 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 room shakers, you know, were rebuttals. Like, you know, I would probably drop the building like three or four times against ill will on three or four different rebuttals. And um, to go back into a big stage and to know that you did that just based off what you actually wrote down and practiced out, you know, is a different feeling. You know, a lot of times people say, ah, well, he only, you know, it's because he was a rebuttal. It's because he freestyled. That's why they're so shocked. His freestyles are better than his written. It's just da 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 you know. And then, you know, in – at the end of the day, I always I would love to just shake the building over and over with rebuttals. You know, I would love to. You know, but um, it is a it is a fun is a, a a fun a good feeling going from a battle and knowing that like yo, like people really was going crazy off of what I wrote. You know, um, for this big stage. You know, and that that was that was dope to me. Yeah, man. Like seeing that live, like that. 
like I, I told you after the battle, like, you know, there are those moments where in battle rap that are kind of like uh, Tay Rock's seatbelt bar, um, verb. I mean, we're going to get the verb in a second, but, you know, iron low, like I'm anemic. Like, you know, like those bars is just like where the crowd is losing their mind. Um, you know, I put a gun on a PG and mess his whole life up. Like, shout out to Marvin Quest. Like, those bars were just like, oh, my God. And, like, to experience that in real time in New York, too, right? Because I feel there was this, this obviously, this whole, you know, talk of, well, he's not going to be able to rock an NYC crowd. And I get it. It's not URL, right? Um, but it's still New York. It's still battle rap fans. And, it's a, mm-hmm. and it is one of the toughest places in the world to rap because because of where it is right like it is kind of talk about madison square garden is the mecca like new york for obvious reasons is the mecca Mm -hmm. then and so to i guess speak to that a little bit like what was it like to not just rock any crowd right there are some great crowds i know url uh mcs talk really highly of new orleans houston i've heard has been great has had great crowds some atlanta crowds they can be hit or miss but some of those crowds have been really good so to rock a crowd in New York City, like what, how does it feel for you to have a crowd be so receptive in that setting? Yeah, a lot of times the week, the week leading up, you know, um, I have uh, people asking me, you know, you know, are you, are you worried about the stage? You know what I mean? And like, man, I feel like I'm born for the stage. You know, like a lot of a lot of battlers will tell you they like they prefer to be rapping in small rooms and they prefer different things like that or whatever. I think I'm very good in, in, in all environments, but I, I definitely think I am like born for the stage. You know what I mean? To entertain and to be on stages like that. Um, I, I just knew that, I mean, and I think, you know, I was sparring with you. You heard the material before. You know, I knew that I had written correctly. I was like, look, my first round is a rocket, like out the gate. You know what I mean? Like if they don't rock with me the rest of the battle after hearing like, you know, these first 16 bars, like, you know, like, I, I don't I didn't leave any room for them to like, you know, say ah he's kind of dry or slow or whatever. You know, the big thing for me is, man, I'm still such a fan of like battle rap and just rap hip hop or whatever. I think the toughest part for me was looking over and seeing like Mook and Lux and like, you know, my son and, you know, Fat Joe and Joe Budden and, you know, all of these people or whatever. Like that's where the nerves, that's where the nerves get in is because like you're just looking over at like people that you've watched and appreciated your whole entire life. You know, like they've had countless hours of battles and albums and different things like that, you know, that have like gotten me through, you know, life. And it's like, man, I really want to be able to reciprocate to that to them, you know, and entertain them in a way to where, you know, they're not having to rap. They're just having a great time listening to me rap. You know, it's not like a validation of like, yo, oh, yeah, he's fire or whatever. It's just like I want to give back. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. so um, so that was one of the things that, like, you know, I was like, OK, a little bit of the pressure of seeing all them and just kind of like, yo, OK, like I, I want to be able to like. Uh, to to entertain, you know, so to have performance of the night and to have like, you know, uh, just everybody going crazy, you know, and enjoying themselves. And I'm pretty sure, you know, if you ask anybody like, uh, you know, that, that was in that building was like, yo, who surprised you the most, you know, or who did you leave a fan of more of? I think I think that's me, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's funny to kind of go back and you talk about forgetting the bars like. I think one of the first things we talked about when you got off the stage, I think I was like, yo, you missed the bar. And you were like, yeah. I think I did too. And I'm like, we like yeah. going right back to your voice notes over, over the material that you spit to listen, like to go, did you miss something? Yep. There yeah. it is right there. Yeah. Um, it, I think, you know, again, to go back to the, the crown Vic moment, like part of what makes that moment so crazy. So I, I go back to the, the Tay rock and the seatbelt bar Part of it's obviously the bar itself, but when you watch JC, who knows what's coming, right? And when you see JC react before he even says, and the seat, like the seatbelt won't buckle up, right? And the C Mook walk off the stage and out of the camera, or not off the stage, but out of the camera's view because he knows what's coming, right? Shout out to Ben Swayze. Ben Swayze putting up just a subtle, just a subtle, like him walking up. Yeah. Yeah, you got IP walking out on stage. Jazz, whose reaction is interrupted by IP bumping her because yeah. she had Jazz face. Um, then, of course, the 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 coup de gras is France <laughs> coming up there. You're the 
You know, so it's like it's all of these notable names from we're talking from all the way from the inception of, of battle rap to modern day. Right. All the from various generations all reacting at once. That also makes it iconic. Last question about that, bro. Do you ever does your chest ever hurt when you're sitting there? Beating like, dog. You know, it's like it's like in football. You know, whenever they like they come up the, you know, somebody smacks you in the helmet or you headbutt each other or whatever, it's kind of just like adrenaline or whatever. You know what I mean? So, oh man, I have no clue. Like I don't practice any of that celebration stuff. I don't know. Like, oh, this bar is gonna hit. This is what I'm gonna do afterwards or whatever. You know, like I didn't even know I was gonna sit down on the stage until like I got up there and I was like, oh, this is a good idea. You know, like, um, you know, because the camera was in the right position and stuff. So I was like, no, but um. But now, nah, yeah, man, it, it's a, uh, it was going back and watching everybody's, you know, reactions and stuff like that, man. And like, shout out to like Mook and Jazz and these people, you know, like a lot of battle rappers and a lot of just people in general are are way too cool, you know, like they, they just want to be too cool and they just want to be like, you know, you know, ah, you know. And so, like, to be able to like give props and just visibly be on screen, you know, like enjoying it, going crazy, you know what I mean, like. Like, cause those people, they could easily, they could easily just be like, I can't go crazy and react because I might battle him one day, and I don't want him being like, oh, you a fan of me type stuff, you know what I mean? So I gotta be all stoic. Now, so shout out to them, man. Shout out to them for enjoying it and for for being front and center, and you know, being entertaining the entire time for real. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what I saw. Up. Uh, um, I saw the pictures. I didn't know Dave East was there. I saw him. I uh, saw him tagged in the pictures. Really? Uh, yeah, the, really? the Chrome Twenty Three just posted. Yeah, so he was in the building too. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that is dope. So that video or that uh, that photo you posted that Hitman goes uh, goes, you rocked that mug better than I did. So was that from Chrome Twenty Three or like who? Mm-hmm. You, who? Okay, okay, okay. I That's took that up. picture when we when we when we went upstairs. Remember when we went upstairs? Like you know, up in that little area where they was doing. So I just put my phone down into that picture and I just made it black and white. Um, but um, okay. yeah, but uh, but yeah, that was funny when Hitman said you rocked it better than me. I just laughed. <laughs> I didn't want to yeah. be like, yeah, I did. <laughs> that's yeah. because that's my dude. But yeah, I definitely, I, I was in my bag, man. I was in my bag. Yo, and like, the other thing one. I think is uh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. that in that third round, like I had another building. Like it wasn't the craziest bar, but that mid round rebuttal, like nobody's nobody's heard that yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like it yeah. wasn't on the VOD. I texted Avocado yesterday, and he said it's gonna be fine on a drop. Like he's got the other angles and everything like that. But like the VOD has like a some kind of glitch or some kind of mess up in my third round yeah. or whatever. And uh, I had another like kind of uh, not, not as big as the OJ and stuff, but it was a moment where, you know, the crowd was going crazy. So. Yeah. Yeah. So last couple of observations where we jump into the sports side, sports side of things. So one, you know, shout out to the staff there. They were very, you know, um, the one brother who had the fro, like not mean, but he was just very like, remember we were upstairs we're upstairs. We're watching it, right? We're trying to find a place to sit. Um, and he comes upstairs. He's like, hey, who are you with? I'm like, well, I'm with the artist. This A-Words right here. He's like, let me see your bands. We show him the bands. He's like, you can't be up here. I need you to leave. Right? Oh, dang. He was, he was just one of those, like, you know, he was like, hey, I'm doing my job. I need you to step out the way. Like, they were very, like, they weren't over the top, right? They were, were yeah. over the They allowed you in spaces. Um, couple more observations. Shout out to, I'll say this about Easy. Shout out to Easy and the the team he's with. He obviously has a huge crew with him. Um, yeah, I mean that brother had like a he had a football team. Yeah, like it was a lot of dudes. But one mm-hmm. thing I respect about them is kind of watching them move around. Is they're always like checking out for each other. So it's like you good, you good, you good. You need anything? Where you know what I'm saying? So I respect the the way they moved as a unit and the way they watched out for each other. I thought was really dope. Um, and as we segue to the sports side of things, people want to talk about who's the GOAT, LeBron or Jordan, in basketball. Let me tell you why Jordan is the GOAT. Go to a battle rap event and walk around in Jays for six, seven hours. Some of the most uncomfortable, like the dogs be barking around about hour four and a half. Jordan, yeah. is, Jordan is the GOAT because he played basketball in these things. For 13, 14 years. I don't know how it is to make shoes that are so aesthetically pleasing to watch or look at. But then when you wear them for longer than three hours, they automatically start to murder your feet. 
hilarious. Like, oh, dog, my feet were killing. Like, and like you said, like Hitman, the reason I had to go back, um, the reason I have to go back and watch Hitman Easy, because kind of like you, my feet was hurt. Dog, I couldn't focus. Like, not only the crowd, but I was just like, I was so ready to, I was hungry. Because I think at that point, I don't know if they had stopped serving food or whatever. And like, the, it was so many people around there. I just, the, the whole trying to navigate that, I didn't feel like doing it. Yeah. But it was just like, like, bro, I'm just like, listen, man, I need y'all to get through these rounds a little bit faster so I can get to Shuni and Hustle. And we can get the heck up out of here. <laughs> yeah. And so last thing. So we had, we, we get downstairs, last observation. We get downstairs. We get, we have this VIP area that's set up for, you know, like us. Uh, for the artists and their plus ones right so we're sitting there chilling and um i think france comes over swayze comes over bill collector and his wife show up they kind of sit in the section for a little bit and so you know official and her plus one he's like yo save save the seats for me so they come over and i'm like i'm like yo like those are you know official and her people like that's their seats and so they was kind of like, okay, cool. So Bill Collector sat there for a minute, chopped it up. Then he goes over to this other section, right? We go to grab Iller because, you know, you know, he had been outside for a minute. He's the other, he's the other part of the group, right? And so like me and him come down on this in, in the standing area. And I and I keep looking back at that VIP. And then all of a sudden I see Bill Collector. And I see Tay Rock. Then I see Suge. Then I see Twerk. I'm trying and like maybe three or four other battle rappers have now like all like come. I don't know where they were because there was not enough seats for all of them. Mm -hmm. Only four seats. And I was like, well, I guess we're going to be walking around for the rest of the night. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, yep. It's, not like it's not like it was even that big an issue because I mean, it wasn't like, you know, we still found places to hang out, chill, sit down, relax or whatever, which again, shout out to, to Sony Music Hall. But it was just like, yo, like that became battle rapper central in that sure area. And I'm like, I still don't know how they all, because again, there were already people sitting there. There was only four, maybe five or six chairs. And there had to be like 20 people in that spot. So yeah. again, sh shout out to Sony Music Hall, man. Great event. Shout out to Ring with my Chrome 23. Y'all hit us up at Brains and Bars. Let us know what y'all think about the event. Um, post battle, last thing I do want to get to. So the fallout from, from this event. I watched an interview with Easy and um, I watched an interview with Easy on Black Compass yesterday and he got to talking about his career and he got to talking about um, his future as it relates to URL. And he, you know, he referenced YouTube drops. Um, he's made, I, I ain't gonna lie to you. I feel like, I feel like Easy found like a lot of my tweets when I would argue with people about the platform and whether or not, you know, you needed to be there and what it, what the platform means versus others. Cause he talked about the NBA. He talked, he made the NBA URL comparison and talked about it being, you know, it's a platform, a platform is a platform is a platform. Now he's like, I understand that this is the biggest platform, right? It's the one with the highest, with the biggest reach, but he's like, he goes, name me the 11th player on the 76ers. You can't name them. He's like, why? Because they're not the stars. Like, Embiid and those guys put in the work. They're the faces of the franchise. And he's like, look, I get it. It's URL. But I had to also put in the work to make, put, put myself in the position where I can have these types of looks. Because he was like, I could have got up there, got packed up in one of my first battles, and they never called me again. Right? So they asked, so they asked him directly, like, are you open to battling? And they mentioned RBE. Now, he does not answer Right. He doesn't say yes. He just goes, I'm open to battling. And so from that little segment, you get the feeling that at least for now, because he talked about YouTube drops and how important they were for him in his career, that for now he is going to battle off the world's biggest. And battle opponents in that hitman. I think him and Mook is being the battle that's being talked about now as what should be next for him on different leagues to get the YouTube drops. So I said all that to say, as someone like yourself, who there's been lots of talks about you and URL and whether or not you should sign exclusive. Now he did say he was not going to sign the exclusivity deal ever again. He said, I will, I will sign, you know, per battle. Right. So as someone like yourself, who independence has been a big part of your story and your journey to kind of hear that, 
that from Easy, and I encourage you to go check it out. Go check out Black Compass Media's uh, uh, interview of Easy. It's really dope. I know, I I know, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that was to the that was to the listener and the viewer. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, go check it out. <laughs> but hearing that, like, what's your response to Easy potentially, at least for now, maybe not battling on URL and taking the independent route? It's it's um it's interesting, man. I I I think I I look at everything case by case. You know, the tough thing with the easy situation is, yes, he put in the hard work and he performed at a high level to get where he's at. You know, um, <clears throat> with that being said, URL played a big part in getting where him where he's at. You know, like I so so. Just the bat. I mean, they were giving him Mook, you know, at one point in time. You know, they were they were giving him, you know, they the goods battle, the you know the cat. I mean, just, they're giving him legendary battlers. You know, mm-hmm. now check this out. He was performing at a high level, but I don't necessarily think there was a run that you know other guys have been on too, and they're not. They weren't getting you know those types of names. You know. They were they were kind of giving him that Geechee treatment, and I think it was because of what type of battler he is. You know, I think that, that I think URL is very very um, in tune with what they want the face of what they're doing to 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 be like. You know, mm-hmm. um, so part of me just is like, man, like they bro, they got you here, like the loyalty to that brand. You know, like what you're saying that you want to do now with your career that they've, that they brought you to the top of the mountain is you're, you're going directly against their entire, their entire motto for what battle rap is now, you know, like they are no battle rap lives on this app. We want to monopolize battle rap. We want to sign everybody. We want them here and we want this, you know what I mean? And you're going against that grain. So, um, not only is it yes, I mean I've been saying it, you know, this is what I want to do or whatever. Um, but for him to do it, and then for you know for other battlers to look at that as well and possibly follow in his footsteps, you know, that's just a tough a tough situation because it's like you know, I'm sure Smack and Bees and all of them are just like wow, you know, like you know we 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 got you here and it, the whole we got you here. I never subscribed to it because you know I've done King of the Dot, I've done RBE, I've done and a lot of different leagues have you know provided me with good talent or whatever. And I've always just been like, yo, like you didn't make me, you know. We we made this thing happen, you know. We we came together, you know what I mean. Um, but Easy himself, you know, um, I think it was a you know was is a different type of story because he was he was a guy that was like, you know, wasn't highly recruited by other leagues to like come out i think he did a 1sk battle on rbe one time i think that you know but he wasn't like a hot commodity you know what i mean and url is like all right we'll put you in this tournament we're gonna put you you know he lost in the tournament url still like okay we're gonna put you up against this person you know um so it's it's it's, I, i think it's gonna be good for him but i do i do wonder like if it's really going to fracture that relationship that he has with url and if it's going to cause other people to be like, hey, I want to be more like easy, you know. Um, so yeah, it's just, and that's shoot, that's a, it's probably gonna be an angle used against him too, you know. Like mm. you know, in the future, you know, like how how dare you, you know, turn around and and run to YouTube, you know, after after they did what they did for you. So, um, so I'll say this: I I have long been a proponent, and I think it makes sense of battlers taking kind of the route that easy's done right because it doesn't make sense to and i think you've talked about this to sign a deal with the league where there's no upfront money there's no there's no hey we're going to give you this battle this battle this battle put you on this platform this platform this platform right and it's just basically you put your career in their hands yeah. And you hope that they do by, right by you. Right. Right. And so I get it from that standpoint. I listen, listening him to him talk. I had the same emotions and feelings as you it was like, yo, dude, like I get it. You're the talent, but they invested a lot into you and gave you a lot of big battles. Right. 
I mean, I, I don't now I'm going to mess up the trajectory of this, but I think it goes Danny top shine. And then it just kind of takes off from there. Right. Um, and so. Without I don't, it feels kind of crazy to say without URL, you don't get the, the Fresh Prince look. But I mean, like that, they they did give the visibility to where when this show comes around, yeah. you have I forget what battle he had just I don't know if, I don't think the chess battle had happened yet. I think he'd already he'd already filmed by that point. But I mean, like they had I mean, yeah, like like they helped make you. Yeah, I, mean, I know Morgan Cooper. He's from here, Kansas City. I had the conversations with him. Like he seen easy on URL, you know, enjoyed easy off of you know on URL, you know. You know, yeah, like, yeah, that's so. why, you know, I mean, he's a he's a battle rap fan, you know, um, remember, he's been through champion in the, the trailer that he originally dropped, you know. Yeah. But I so. say this URL needs to reevaluate how they do things. I've tweeted them several times when, when talking about you and your career. Sign you up to a four battle deal. Yeah. At the end of that four battle deal, if y'all like what if you like the business, you like the performances, you can come back to the table and say, let's do four more battles in a year. Right. Like. To me, this I hope and here's the other part, this could force URL to negotiate because we've seen a lot of people say, hey, we're me and URL at a crossroads. We're done. We're, I'm not battling there anymore. And then they turn around and like within three months, they're back again. Right. Yeah. yeah. This could force URL to say, OK, easy. We're going to meet your demand. We're going to the battle uh -huh. go on the app first, but then within a month, month and a half, two months, it drops on YouTube. Right. This might force them to have to sit down and and not be so and not be so stubborn to say it is our way or the highway, which is to me, it's always been a huge issue with URL and your negotiations of it's got to be this way or no way. It's like, I get it. Y'all are the world's biggest league, but you're not the only competition. And I yeah. think Remy with this battle. I think a lot of some of those guys are there to see the performances, but it's also kind of like prospecting. Right. It's looking around and seeing. 1500 people sold out probably over capacity close or close to it making good getting these guys are talking they know what they're what they're being paid it's good money you know and and so yeah it, it's going to be interesting to see how this works out for him because if he can get mook arsenal i think he mentioned clips he gets youtube drops for all those guys when he circles the block to come back to url the bag is going to be higher and and the demands are going to be different here's the other thing um Man, I've talked about it so often. Um, that his his he's a strategist. He's he's strategic. He he is. I, I don't know a strategist if that's even a noun. Or all, but he's he's a strategist. Okay. Um. So look at look at it this way, right? Mm -hmm. People have said, "How did Easy just get here without having to battle people in his class?" You know what I mean? Without having to go through the gauntlet of the you know of the of the other guys that are in his class, right? So now you leave the app. So now your matchups outside on YouTube are not your class, definitely, because your class is, is still on the app. So yeah. now he's positioned himself where, you know, you know, he, he doesn't have to go take the, the, the app battle or the caffeine battle against, you know, uh, a real sick or, a, you know, a Luke Castro or, a you know, a Loso or, you know, guys that, you know, maybe are not at this this level, you know. And so what you're going to mm -hmm. see is. If you see Easy on YouTube, and if you see him, he's gonna be battling the legendary battlers, you know. And so he's positioned himself to where now ain't nobody booking Easy versus you know, um, you know, Jada Nightwing or something like that, you know, on YouTube. We're not. It's just not gonna happen. So now he's he's strategically and and smart, you know, strategically said like, yo, I'm out here. I want YouTube drops, and what he's saying is, hey, I want main events. And I want big names every time I battle, you know, and we see what URL is doing. URL, you know, they, they took Geechee to the top and then, they, and then you know, even Tay Rock now. They're just they're cycling them through. Oh, here you go, Swervu. Here you go, Ryder. Here you go, Jay Mills. Here you go. You know, they're just trying to put out content. You know what I mean? And these guys got so high up and then they just started kind of running them through like, you know, oh, we'll go ahead and buy, battle this person now. We'll go ahead and battle that person, you know. And I think Easy's like, no, nah, we're not we're not doing that with my career. I'm not going to stay on this app long enough for you to just all of a sudden start talking about how, oh, yeah, you got to battle here now. How about you got to battle them? Okay, well, now we'll give you Mook if you do these two battles on the, you know, on the app or whatever type stuff, you know? He's like, nah, for now on, my battles are going to be main events and they're going to get YouTube drops. And it's it's a smart 
smart technique. But there is one. There is one that is out there in the YouTube world walking around who is not to be messed with. And he does not want that smoke. There is one. There's, you know, he left home. He's going through the YouTube forest. And then I'm the YouTube king, easy. Not view-wise. <laughs> not view-wise. <laughs> I have been, I have campaigned for that battle for, for some time. And hopefully at some point down the road, it will happen. Um, I think once he talked about If he's a competitor, it'll happen. Like if he... You know, you have to you have to really see if, if people are competitors or if they're just like brand ambassadors, you know what I mean? Type stuff, you know, like which I'm not mad at either. If you're just like, nah, bro, like I, I got myself to the top. I'm making all this money. You know, I'm not going to. you know. But if he's a competitor, if he's like, yo, I don't you know, that's a whole different type of battle. You know, me and him, you know. Yeah. yeah. You know? So if he's a competitor, it'll happen. But if if he's more so like just trying to stay in tune with like what he's building and his brand and everything like that. You know, then I don't I don't know how it happens necessarily. If that makes sense. I think I think Easy is a competitor. He's talks about he's he feels that he's better than all of these guys. Um, and like listening to him talk to his career, I mean, he did say like, "Hey, I'm going to battle these legends, and then I'm going to circle back, right, and kind of come back to some of these guys in my class." And at that, I mean, if he continues to have good performances where you can't say he clearly lost. He doesn't choke, right? He he puts in he puts in the work. Um, then I think at some point, like you and Easy will happen, right? Because I think you're kind of headed towards that same trajectory where, hey, maybe you and Verb happen this year. Hey, maybe you and Hollow happens this year, right? I mean, I think there's been some talk of a respective vet like T Top, right? I mean, I think once you you are headed in that same path, if the journeys have been different. Um, the path has been more of a, a slow grind for and, I, and to be fair, it's been more of a slow grind for him too, right? Like he talks about his career. He started back in 13, he goes to jail, comes back home, and then he kind of builds back up from there. His rise has been more overnight. When you look at the last what 20 from 2020 to now, right? In terms of the resume and the names he's gotten, yours has been more of a slow grind, a slow build. But I do think at some point. The culture is going to add. The culture has asked for it beyond myself in some way anyway. But at yeah. some point, the demand is going to happen. The demand yeah. is, is going to be there. So um, I, and when it does, I can't wait to be there. I can't wait to watch it in person um, and, and enjoy and see and debate who wins and who loses. Because you obviously you're the homie. Easy is one of my favorites. And so uh, that'll be one to see. So, yo, hit us up. Let us know uh, what y'all think about these topics, man, and, and battle rap. Let's hit a couple of quick things in the in the world of sports where we get up out of here. So, first of all, you sent me a video today in our group chat of a baseball game. I don't know who – I can't remember who the teams were. I think it was the Yankees and Indians, Yankees – or Guardians. I, don't, I, I forget who it was. Yeah. My man gets a strikeout in 20 seconds. All right. So, you got 20 seconds right now to tell me how you feel about it. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> big track listen man like i'm not here listen i get it i'm a 40 year old i may be sounding like an old man i'm not here to watch baseball take place as if they're trying to squeeze off as many plays before the two minute warning this is not football this is baseball the whole the whole part of this game is that it takes time to play like i get it the average demographic of, a, of the baseball average age of a baseball fan is somewhere like around the lower 50s to mid 50s. I'm 40. Count me a part of that demographic. I don't need quick pitch baseball. This isn't MLB the show 23. Give me, like, for example, Bryce Harper, game five, NLCS against the Padres. If you have that, that play happen, it's not as dramatic if in 20 seconds he comes up to the plate and smacks a 3-1 homer. That's not dramatic. There's no tension there. There's not, it's just like you went, it's like you simmed it. You went auto sim. I don't need that. I don't want that. I don't, it is not a situation I need or like. Shout out to Briz. I hate it. MLB, I'm not saying you can't have a pitch clock. I'm saying you can't have these guys up here throwing every two seconds because it's not, it's not fair to the batter. If you want to be really honest, right? Yeah. Part of baseball is it is a chess match between the pitcher and the hitter. You yeah. cannot have that if the pitcher is just – like imagine you take a 100-mile-an-hour heater towards your dome. Yeah. 
And now within five seconds, you got to get up, ignore that you almost got concussed by this man throwing this baseball and wait for him to fire another rocket up there at the plate. And you got to try to hit it. I'm like, come on, man. I know I went over 20 seconds. That just, I did. We're in the fifth inning now. We're in the fifth inning now. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I hate to sound like an old man, but that was just, that was trash to me. And now there was also, um, what about the rule change of the, the, um, um, pickoff move? You can only do twice now. And the third one is a balk. It'll be, so I don't necessarily mind that because. I feel like guys don't steal bases as much anyway. Like I actually heard a stat that like it had been like eight or some nine years since someone stole 50 bases. And that oh, used wow. to be, and I, and I have to make sure I got that right. I'll fact check myself on that, but it has been a minute since you've seen guys like it's a lost art. Like everything is home run or strikeout. And so the, if that gets banning, I think they got rid of the shift. If you allow contact hitters back into the game and make, make that a part of the game, that does make the game a little bit more interesting. So I'm not mad at that um, because if it encourages more more thievery, if it encourages more stealing, <laughs> then yeah, I'm with that. I'm with that. But that time clock thing was super whack, bro. Yeah, was- I mean, I mean, definitely like the playoffs, man. I remember when the Royals won the World Series. You know, just just the, like you said, watching the game in the anticipation of just, you know, the next pitch or that three, two count or whatever, you know, it's, 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 it makes baseball different, you know, like, you know, football, basketball already, you got these shot clocks, you got, you know, you got delayed game penalties. Like you kind of know, okay, the play's about to happen, you know, but with baseball, you, you are able to kind of sit there and like, all right, you know, and you're kind of tuned in. It makes it different. You know, it's a game. Like I, I don't understand why leagues try to cater to a generation that only cares about highlights. Like, look, the NFL is king. And a part of the reason the NFL is king is because, one, it there is time in between plays, right? The season is shorter. There's 17 games. So every game does mean a lot more than when you have 82 in the NBA or 82 yeah, in the NHL or 162 in baseball. Like, the game's – all the games mean something to all those sports, but they mean much more because the margin of error is more slim in the NFL. You're not going to catch an NFL NBA or NHL or MLB. So instead of trying to compete against each other, com- cater to your fan base, yeah, cater yeah, to yeah. the people who love you, make it palatable and fun for them, and then allow them to then bring in other people into the fun instead of trying to market yeah. To Gen Zers who are silently quitting. Don't get me started. I'm about to go on the old. Oh, this is about to be the old man podcast for the next 10 minutes because, like, like they don't care about anything. They I'm don't. silently quitting my job. <laughs> I read that article. I was like, that's me. I'm not even Gen Z. I was like, I read that article yet. Hey, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, like, man, like, it's stop trying to cater to these people who don't care. They don't care about anything but themselves. Yeah. They're selfish. Yeah, I'm talking about you, Gen C. You're selfish. You don't care about anybody but yourself. Um, somebody's gonna kill me for all this bad gender bashing I'm doing. Hilarious. Um, but yeah, man. So real quick, let's jump into the end. Well, let's talk NFL Combine real quick because a couple of people were standing out. Nolan Smith um, is going to be the star of day one. He was out for most of the season with the Georgia Bulldogs um, because of an injury he suffered. But he is the star of the combine, at least now for day one. He ran a 4-3-40, ran a 4-4 his first time. Vertical uh, leap was 41 inches, um, and he's an edge guy. Um, Like, this isn't a wide receiver we're talking about. We're talking about somebody who's paid to rush the passer. So he's definitely going to be – I think most mocks had him as a top 10 pick um, or maybe top 15. He's probably going to be top 10 now with, with this performance. Um, you got a guy from Tennessee who, had, who ran a a really fast forty. What's his name again? Byron Young. Yeah, four four three. Um, supposed oh. to be, you know, he's originally was going to be like a late, you know, probably a, a day two, you know, yeah, maybe third round, something like that. From what I from what I gathered, but you know, start running fast and start start putting together these these drills. You know, like you can jump up pretty quick. You know, I think that when the receivers and everybody run. That you're gonna see Jalen Hyatt. He can probably go from a late second round to a to a mid first round, you know, based off of his forty time, you know. And so, 
you're going to find out if he runs that in that four, two category or whatever, you know, it's going to be tough. So, so I'll say this teams, I get it. The, the combine is there to test a lot of different things from physical to mental acuity. The tape don't lie though. I don't care how fast a brother runs. I don't care how high he jumps. The tape does not lie. And when I say that, I say that in regard to Will Levis. The tape does not not lie. lie. It tells the truth. And look, listen, Anthony Richardson, he is going to be a top 10 pick because people are going through the tape and they are really liking what they're seeing. I don't know if if that brother should go that high. God bless you if you take him. I know a lot. there have been a lot of he could be the next Josh Allen comparisons being thrown around out there. We'll see. But all I'm going to say it one more time. The tape in battle rap and in, and in football, the tape does not lie. Um, last thing, we're going to get out of here. I'm not going to – because I know you got another obligation, so I'm going to make sure you can prep and get ready for that. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, I, I already forgot about it. It's at 7, so I got 17 minutes to get ready for that. All right. Absolutely. So last thing, the Jets – if you are a GM, I want to throw this poll up on uh, on the on the at Brains and Bars Twitter Twitter feed, and I'll probably throw it on Facebook as well. Show them some love. If you are the Jets GM and you can have, you can trade for Lamar Jackson. And I almost forgot. I almost said some some other name. <laughs> Lamar Jackson, uh, Aaron Rodgers, or sign Derek Carr. Which do you do right? Once the signing of one does not require you to lose any draft assets, right? You're obviously going to have to give up significant draft picks to get either of those other two guys. So if you are a GM, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, or Derek Carr, who do you go after? I'm going after Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Why Lamar? Yeah. I just think long term, that's the better option. You know, if I'm going to make any kind of, you know, uh, Aaron Rodgers to me has only got maybe a handful of more years. You know, Um, Derek Carr to me is not the answer really for any franchise. Uh, I think he's probably going to end up with the Saints. You know, Uh, he's a serviceable quarterback. You know, maybe, you know, you build around him or whatever. I'm not going to sit here and act like Derek Carr can't get you to the playoffs or win a game or anything like that. But I think the Jets are starving for like, you know, that guy. And everybody thought, oh, Zach Wilson's going to be perfect because he's, you know, frat guy, you know, just, you know, Joe Cool or whatever, you know. And that's the kind of people they like. You know, I think Lamar Jackson is is is, is that guy too. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm trading for Lamar Jackson or I'm signing Derek Carr and enjoying the next two, three years. And then Arch Manning will be my, you know, <laughs> my my quarterback savior for, for, for after after that. All right. Um, so, do the injury concern? Do the injury that does Lamar's injury history concern you at all? Missed the last, basically missed most of the last two years. Man, not not really. I feel like just man, there's so many injuries these days. It's very rare anybody plays the whole season. You know, like uh, so. I don't know. I, I don't know that it. it, it no, nah, I don't think. I don't think it's gonna hamper. I don't think it's gonna hinder his ability to do you know what he does at a high level for another seven to ten years. Okay. All right. All right. Um, I agree for, for most of the reasons that you said. Um, I think Derek Carr, like you said, is a band-aid. He's not the answer. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers, like, I think he's being unfairly slandered for the things that he's done. He's just being himself, and we just we just are the ones who are overreacting to it. Um, so the darkness retreat and all this other stuff, like. He wants to he he wants to be a kooky guy. Be kooky, my guy. Like, do your thing. Um, but yeah, so um, I think uh I would go, yeah, I would go Lamar. I think long term, you could you talk about a, a former MVP, a guy who could play at a high level, and if I and a guy who would thrive in that New York setting, like he's a guy who's built for that city in that moment. So um, yeah, I I, I agree. So this is the last, this, this is it. This is, this is me. I'm on my Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm deciding, I'm deciding as to what podcast I'm going to join. I'm out, y'all. I'm that's out, hilarious. y'all. That's hilarious. So, man, that's our show, man. My guy, he's got another another uh, event. He wanted, he need to get to. We spent, we talked more battle rap than I planned to, so we didn't really get a chance to focus on the sports side of things. Um, so I appreciate those of you who watched us. 
Um, this episode will be out tomorrow. Look out at nine o'clock uh, for podcasts. I'll probably split up the battle rap talk from. Eh, no, I won't. I won't split up the battle rap talk from the from the sports talk. So both of them needs to drop around nine o'clock tomorrow on YouTube. Please remember to subscribe. You can find us wherever you find the good podcast. You can find us there. Um, you can check us out on YouTube. Please like, hit the like button, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, you can hit us up again at Brains and Bars on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Um, and Instagram, I am Award, merch.com, I am Award.com for all things Award related. Until next time, it's been a black and white thing, man. We'll holler at y'all next week. Y'all be easy. See y'all. We see y'all. Yes, sir.